We're from Cedar Creek Baptist Church, and we packed 350 boxes. We're with the North Carolina State Highway Patrol, and we packed 72 boxes. Hi, we're from Cannon and Cannon Incorporated, and we packed 102 shoe boxes. Hello, my name is Noah, and uh, I'm 14, and I pack 20 shoe boxes. We're from Bridge Christian Church, and we packed 476 boxes. Welcome to another episode of On the Ground with Samaritan's Purse. I'm your host, Christy Graham, and I'm sure you can tell by the noise in the background that this will be a special episode. Today, I'm taking you on the ground in an Operation Christmas Child Processing Center. There are eight processing centers around the country, much like the one we're in today. We are at the Boone Processing Center in North Carolina, and today I will be introducing you to staff and volunteers as we dive deeper into how shoeboxes are taken to the ends of the earth. It's an impressive operation at the Processing Center, or PC, and our on-the-ground team was eager to get started. As we walked through the doors, it was like stepping into the North Pole. Cheers, as you can hear. There's people in Santa hats and crazy Christmas sweaters, holiday music ringing through the place, and you can't help but smile as you walk in. We went through orientation to learn all about the rules and guidelines, and then we got to work. Our jobs were inspecting and preparing the shoeboxes for shipping. Volunteers like us go through each gift to make sure all items are appropriate to send to children around the world. My job was box inspector, and the best part about the job was that I got a chance to see all of the treasures that were so carefully packed with each child in mind. This is awesome! Look at that backpack. Some of my favorite things was one box had a silver backpack purse, and all the items were inside of that. So you opened it, and then you just quickly kept opening more and more things within this purse. Another thing was a water bottle that had many things in it, but one was like a wooden whistle that I know kids will be so excited to find. Uh, but also the cards, the sweet letters that kids wrote personalized to the children that they're sending it to really brought me to tears. While I was there, I was able to catch up with Lee Wilder, the manager of our Boone Processing Center. We stepped into his office, so the conversation will be a little different, but there were so many joys and cheers going on outside and Christmas carols that we wanted you to be able to hear just exactly how the shoeboxes get into the hands of the children. I have Lee Wilder with me, who is the Processing Center Manager. Lee, I would just love to hear how you got involved, how long you've been here, and then I'd love you to walk us through how the shoebox gets to the hands of the children. Great, yes. Uh, so I've been working with OCC for about going on four years now. Mm -hmm. I've been the Processing Center Manager. This will be my third season as the manager for First Shift. Uh, and it's just been a joy to come and serve alongside of our associates and our volunteers to process these shoeboxes so that kids can hear the gospel. Mm -hmm. So can you walk me through, somebody drops off their box at a local church, how does it get to a processing center and then into the hands of a child? Great, so the shoebox starts with the families, mm -hmm. you know, starts with the churches, uh, whoever puts these shoeboxes together, our donors, um, they do it with love and they put all kinds of gifts in there um, just to be a platform for the gospel. And so they start off at the churches or their drop-off locations mm -hmm. and then they make their way to the processing center through uh, our carriers mm -hmm. uh, in these uh, um, tractor trailers. And so when they get here, our teams will uh, offload them and they'll uh, eventually make their way to the processing center tables where our volunteers will interact mm -hmm. with the shoeboxes. And they're like basically looking for things that can't go in the shoebox. And so we have three categories. Basically, it comes down to, will this item hurt the child, hurt the shoebox, or get held up in customs? And so we're looking for those items because sometimes the communication doesn't make it uh, to them for, the, for them to do that. 
And then once we take those items out, we fill the shoebox up with mm -hmm. what we call GIK or Gibson kind or filler items. And these are gifts that uh, companies or donors will donate to us so that we can use them for shoeboxes. Mm -hmm. And so once we get the shoebox um, filled up with, uh, with goodies, I guess, mm -hmm. uh, we take them and get them ready for cartonizing or for shipping. Mm -hmm. And so those cartons will go on to uh, different size containers and so containers can hold up to, you know, you're looking around uh, six to maybe 10,000 shoeboxes per container, mm -hmm. at least from my knowledge uh, here in Boone. And so that's what you're looking at and they get out and they'll ship those to the ports. And so that's mm -hmm. just kind of like a snapshot view of what goes on here at, at the processing center. As soon as our shift was over, I got the chance to meet many of the volunteers serving and I was amazed at their commitment and dedication. Our local church has been doing this for about 17 years now. And the woman that coordinates is a year-round volunteer, and she does it for our whole county. And uh, she's on the missions team. So I joined the missions team a few years back. And uh, if you're on the missions team, you're going to be doing this. You know, it's just one of those things. You know, so we have four or five major things we do a year, and this is one of them. So we, we collect things all year round. And uh, Laura is the woman that's in charge. And so she's always working with everybody to pick up all the... Uh, material and things to pack the shoe boxes. So it's a lot of fun. And uh, I saw the, the activity and the fun they were having when they, we did a, uh, a party to pack shoe boxes. And this year we did about a thousand boxes at that party. I love how you said it's your church is it's part of your missions, you know, and it is it's awesome because you can do it locally with your friends and family, but then it gets sent to the ends of the earth. So, um, so you mentioned that you were here for a week. How, I mean, how are you able to, you donate your time, your resources, you know, you're, you're just giving of yourself. How do you keep coming back? That's a good question. Uh, it's something we look forward to every year. But uh, at the end of the week, you really feel like you've done something good. You know, almost makes you cry. It's like, wow. And then when we follow the shoeboxes to see where they've gone and, uh, and just to, to realize which countries, how many kids that you've affected, just makes you feel good, so. You're doing something for the Lord, and you feel like, like you're helping humanity here. Such a kingdom-minded ministry. You know, this is something going to the ends of the earth, but you might not get to see it, you know, physically, but in heaven you will. And so the Lord allows you, through your obedience, to be rewarded, you feel. and um, But you also get to meet some full circle, have some testimonies here. Um, has someone made a big impact on you or their faith? Well, Alex, who we've heard from since we've been here four days already, I've heard him speak maybe six or seven times. It's a great feeling to know that a shoebox turned his life around, you know, and brought him to Christ. Dick is talking about Alex, who is on staff with Operation Christmas Child. He received a shoebox in 1995, one of the first years of the program in Rwanda. I have Alex with me, who almost every volunteer I've spoken with has been impacted by your story. So can you share with the audience, um, you received a shoebox, and can you share that experience with us and, and then how it's impacted your life? On April 6, 1994, the Rwandan president at that time was assassinate, assassinated. And that became the spark of the genocide. And uh, a genocide against the Tutsi tribe broke out. And for about three months, a million people were killed. And over 400,000 orphans were left in the country. And so I, as a six-year-old boy, uh, at that time, I was living with my grandmother in a very small little village. And my mother had passed away of HIV AIDS when I was very little. And I never knew who my father was. 
And so when that genocide started, since my family was a part of the Tutsi tribe, we were among the first people that were hunted down. And around this time, there were so many incidences that were happening that uh, we could have lost our lives. Um, when we were running, uh, and I would sleep in a cow pie, and a bullet would miss my head by an inch. So miracle after miracle that was happening. But at this time, I didn't have a relationship with the Lord. Uh, everything that was happening to me was just a co- uh, I consider it a coincidence because I didn't know the Lord and I was just running for my life. But at the end of this genocide, uh, we were put in an orphanage by my aunt, uh, who also passed away due to illnesses in the orphanages that were packed. And so that's when they brought Operation Christmas Child. So we received some of the very first shoeboxes that were packed in our orphanage. It was so special when we were told to line up in the yard and they said, hey, today's a special day, you're going to get a gift. So we're running and we lined up, I was seven years old, and they hand out these gifts. Then they said, do not open them until all of, all of them have been handed out. And so for us, some of us, we had, to, we had to hold our presents for about five minutes. That's a, a long time for a seven year old. But it was so special because at a time when I lost hope and in the orphanage, uh, 250 of us were living in a facility that was built for only 60 people. And, uh, and just the chaos in the orphanages. In the night, kids would be screaming because not we were not running physically. Our minds were starting to relive everything we had seen. So in nightmares after nightmares. So the, we get the shoebox. Uh, some of my favorite items in the shoebox. Um, one of them was a hair comb. And I would keep this hair comb at the, uh, for the next three years, and that's how important they were. And looking back and realizing the many miracles that God had done to protect me through the war, uh, realizing that he was with me, and one of those miracles was that shoebox that I came at a time when I had lost hope. Thank you, Alex. I, I just am in tears. I mean, just listening to you, but it's just a good reminder that yes, these gifts are, are fun and bring them joy, but the true gift is Jesus Christ and the, the fact that this, this box is a gospel opportunity and, and prayerfully changes the trajectory of these children's lives, you know, to bring them in relationship with him. And, and your story is a wonderful testimony of the way the Lord used this box to change your life. It is amazing to me how the Lord uses Operation Christmas Child to radically transform the heart of someone like Alex. That's the goal. But what's also incredible, something only God can do, is that these little boxes also bless so many on this side of things as they get to send the gospel across the world. That's what keeps so many volunteers coming back year after year. So I'm talking to Judith at the Boone Processing Center, and this is your 20th year volunteering. Congratulations. That is a lot of time to be ministering and serving. It's such a pleasure to do it. And it's such a meaningful ministry to be a part of when you think of all the children that receive those shoeboxes and go through the, the, uh, the program and learn and about Christ and how much He loves them and then accept Him as their Lord and the Savior. You know, it's just such a worthy, worthy thing to do. So I love it. Now, how are you able to volunteer every year for 20 years? This is not an easy season. After Thanksgiving, before Christmas, it's a busy time of year. How do you carve out that time? You just plan on it. You know, you know we know that we're going to come here the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. And uh, so you just know when you're coming and uh, you just make the time for it. It's worth, worth making time for, even at a busy time of year. 
Now, how has working here changed your faith and drawing you closer to the Lord? Well, I think anytime you serve him, it does that. How has working here changed the way you, you pack a shoebox? You, you get good ideas every year. Somebody packs something in a box that you never even thought about. And you just think, oh, we need to put some of those in our, our uh, boxes next year. So it being here does make a difference. And uh, I just wish everybody could, could come. Our theme at our church is all ages, all in. And so we try to get everyone involved from the little ones to 80 and 90 year olds. So I take two weeks vacation. It's that important to me. We just love the, what we're doing and uh, the mission of everybody and the enthusiasm is incredible. And uh, it's just great to be here. We meet different people from all over the country. And so it's just, it's our mission and we're involved heavily back home year round. You mentioned it quickly, but I want our audience to hear, you are from Washington State. Yes. So you're coming clear across the country. You're giving up two weeks of your vacation time to serve here. How has this serving here changed your faith and, and drawn you closer to the Lord? It makes me realize that this is our calling. And, uh, you know, we love the Lord and love to serve the Lord. And this is just our dedication to do that. I mean, we're involved with other things, but this is it. This is, this is, this is our Christmas. This is our year-round activity. And it's just... It just gives us a really good feeling, and it's, it's a good thing to do. And we just really believe in the organization. And, yeah, so it's just it's great. It's hard to tell people what the, audio, what the atmosphere is like here. You know, everyone here is, they want to be here. Exactly. They, the Lord has called them. They've been obedient. They've, given, they've sacrificed. They've given up time, money, I mean, to come here. But the Lord, I feel like, is so present here. The Holy Spirit oh, is yeah. everywhere. I see people praying. Yeah, it's just, you can, you can feel the atmosphere, and it's just, it's a God thing. And until you've been here, you can't really describe it. It's, it's not something that I can tell anybody about unless they've been here to experience it. My favorite job is taping. I know that when I tape that box, the next person to open that box is going to be that child. This year, Operation Christmas Child has a goal to reach 11 million children with shoebox gifts. These are children like Alex who are living in circumstances we can't even imagine. They need hope and they need to know Jesus loves them. We are praying for more and more moments where God will move in ways that only he can. Every single shoebox that is shipped out of each processing center is prayed over before it leaves. As we wrap up processing season, I wanna take a moment to pray for these shoebox gifts. And the scripture I thought of when I, when I met most of these volunteers was Colossians 3. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts since as members of one body, you were called to peace and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom and as you sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father through him. That scripture, that is what I saw in everyone I met. The peace of Christ was truly ruling in their hearts. They were sharing scripture, sharing testimonies, just working as members of one body. And so I was so encouraged by being amongst these volunteers. And I pray as these boxes go out that everyone that hands them out, whatever they do, whether in word or deed, they will give thanks to the Lord Jesus Christ. So let me pray over these boxes and pray over the volunteers. Father, I thank you for um, what you're doing through Operation Christmas Child. I thank you for every volunteer and every staff member that has given their time over the last few months. I pray that you would just bless their hearts, bless their families that are represented, 
And Lord, I pray as each shoebox goes out, Father, these this is a gospel opportunity. So I pray right now you would be preparing the hearts of the kids that receive these boxes. I pray that you would meet um, just even needs and wants that they have um, within the box, that it'll satisfy what they're longing for, Lord. But more importantly, that you will satisfy the deep longing that we all have, which is a need for you, Lord. We know that we are all, we have all fallen short and of the glory of God, Lord. We have all missed the mark. We are all longing for something that this earth cannot fill and only you can. And we thank you, Lord, that you are the perfect gift. You came um, to earth um, to reconcile this sin and this brokenness and this loss. And so I pray that these kids would understand that. I pray for the local churches, Lord, that you would just empower them to reach out to these kids, but also to their family, that they will um, see a difference in the church and the members. And Lord, that you would just give them a boldness. And um, just as they're serving and continue to serve long after uh, Samaritan's Purse uh, leaves, Lord, we know the local church will remain. So I pray that you would just keep them steadfast, keep them in your word and teaching, helping them to equip and teach these kids. So I pray that you would prepare their hearts. Um, I pray that you would go before every box and Lord, just for every child, that you would truly um, soften their hearts for the gospel and to hear from your word. We thank you and we praise you for each of these boxes going forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening today. Before you go, I wanna leave you with a really tangible way to get involved with this powerful ministry. All of the details and links to more information can be found at samaritanspurse.org slash on the ground like how to pack a shoebox and more information on becoming a year-round volunteer or serving at a processing center. Don't forget to like us on Instagram and to be able to see more behind the scenes highlights from my time at the processing center. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great week.